George Floyd was laid to rest yesterday and a new social media campaign will launch today. Unlike the last one uh, last week, Blackout Tuesday, which encouraged people to post a black tile on their social media feeds, basically silencing the important conversation about anti-black racism and unintentionally hijacked the, the Black Lives Matter hashtag. This one hopes to be a megaphone for black voices to talk about it. It is uh, called Share the Mic Now. We're joined by Alyssa Freeman, 640 Toronto pop culture and PR expert and friend of the show. Alyssa, good to have you on as always. Thank you for having me, Kelly. Okay, so this Share the Mic Now um, campaign starts today, and white celebrities like Julia Roberts, Gwyneth Paltrow, Cheryl Strait, who's an author, Senator Elizabeth Warren, they are all going to hand over their Instagram accounts and all of their followers to black stars, journalists, activists, and what they're hoping to do is give them a chance using their platform to uh, send their message out to the world. Well, I think it's a fantastic idea. It's funny because I was looking at it on my Instagram thinking, gee, what is this? And then Chris uh, emailed me and I thought, well, this is the perfect thing to talk about because it's diametrically opposed to what the Black Tile uh, did last week, which was basically silence uh, everybody's voices. It had an unintended consequence that so when you went to search the hashtag Black Lives Matter, all you saw were black tiles. You didn't hear the voices. You didn't see the messages. So it was not, uh, it had good intentions, but the way it was translated into actual use um, when it was, it was negative. So Share the Mic basically hands over already large and influential platforms uh, by women who I guess would be described as white allies. And so when we talk about allies and you hear the word allyship, that's what this is. This is the sharing of influence and the sharing of power and handing it over to somebody else to try and get their voice out to. Yeah, and uh, it's it's just such a great uh, initiative, I think, because it has four goals one is not only to get their stories out, but it's also to form relationships among black women and white women so that their future activism is born from relationships, they say, and to create a, a network of disruptors who know and trust each other and to create action that could make a change. And we're talking about a moment that I think is pivotal in American history. I think a lot of people do. And as Barack Obama, former president of the United States of America, said, don't stop. Don't let the momentum stop right right now it's a turning point if if they if these voices are silenced and don't educate and don't continue to change hearts and minds it's just going to be history repeating itself all over again and i just don't think we can we can uh and we can and should stand for that Alyssa, what do we what do you think about this other initiative I'm hoping you received it. Chris sent it to you. Scientists around the world striking against racism in uh, um, academia today. Well, this is what really helps further define systemic. So when we say that there are systemic problems, what does that mean? Well, we think that maybe there are systemic problems uh, among our police force. We think there might be systemic problems in the education process. So here is something that really sort of goes deep into the upper echelons of academia where scientists are saying that there are not enough black faculty members that are being put on their teams in order to expand their intellectual power of their respective universities. So what they're saying is that perhaps that um, qualified black professors are being passed over 
in favor of uh, white counterparts. And obviously, this has been going on a very long time. And, you know, what this movement, and when you were talking um, so eloquently about keeping the momentum, the momentum is, is that people have been sitting around stewing about a lot of problems for a long time. And they haven't really had the platform nor the confidence to say anything. So here is the time, here is the place where you are going to start hearing about a lot of systemic problems that people aren't going to stand for anymore. So for example, yesterday we heard about a slew of suspensions and firings from a number of online web magazines such as Bon Appetit, uh, such as Refinery29, and these are huge platforms that talk to their respective audiences about either food or women's issues. So people aren't being quiet anymore, and I think that we're going to keep hearing this as uh, time goes on. Yeah, um, organizers are encouraging academics across uh, the STEM fields to take the day from their normal research and to instead spend it educating themselves on racial disparities in their field and then taking action against racial violence and discrimination. I think this is such a good idea. The fact that you can take a day, sure, and, you know, but what are you going to do with that day? And to educate yourself is, I think, of paramount importance. When we talk to our listeners about this, our Black listeners, about the problem of anti-Black racism and the fact that people, white people don't see that there is systemic racism, they need to be heard and they constantly say, just listen to what we're saying and educate yourself. And I think it's very easy um, to not take the responsibility upon yourself, to to not get educated when it's not something that you're dealing with on a daily basis. I don't know if you saw this, Alyssa, but yesterday I was watching the Food Network. Funny that you brought food up. Mm-hmm. And I t- like I'm I'm multitasker. So I've got the Food Network on. I'm watching Chopped and it's one of our chorus stations uh, or channels on television. And I'm just like looking for stories online at the same time and seeing if there's anything that catches my fancy so that I can be informed about what I'm going to talk about today. And at nine o'clock, all of a sudden, there was like a voice that came on that caught my attention. It was sort of like a voice informing what you're about to see. And what came on the Food Network shocked me. It was Oprah Winfrey and the Oprah Winfrey Network own. And the special was, where do we go from here? And it was part one last night of um, on at nine o'clock. Part two's on tonight. It did not show up in the guide. So I wouldn't say that you should go looking for it. Just know at nine o'clock, get on one of those chorus stations. I was in the Food Network because I'm going to be there for for number two tonight. And Oprah was joined by critical thinkers um, via, you know, Telelink and, you know, Zoom and such who on on this big um, monitor whom she says match their words with actions. And there were black politicians and professors and writers and preachers and it's interesting because the first piece of profound analysis came from this writer named Charles M. Blow. And after I heard York what Times. he said, yeah. yeah, I couldn't I couldn't stop watching because what he said was he was talking about um, she was asking him as a black man how it felt to watch the murder of George Floyd. And one of the things he mentioned was just this this numbness. Uh, you know, after talking about this and, you know, uh, wasting a lot of breath on you know, just how there's inequity and uh, systemic racism, just how numb they are that he said when he was watching the death of uh, George Floyd go down and watching that video that a lot of us couldn't finish. And quite frankly, there's a big amount of shame in me that I couldn't finish it. 
Um, but I just, I knew where it was going and I just didn't want to watch. And I don't know what that says about me. And I think maybe I'm going to have to re-examine that and go back and watch it because I think we all have to open our eyes and, and take this through to fruition if we want changes. But he said the callousness. And one of the things he noticed was that Chalvin who killed him had his glasses, his sunglasses casually perched on his forehead. And he said that just spoke to the ca- the callousness and the casualness. And he said, if you think that this is about body cams, technology is not the fix to systemic racism because this guy knew he was being filmed. That is true. And it's funny because I was watching, we must have the same TV habits, Kelly, because I was also watching Chopped and all of a sudden um, Oprah came on and I'm like, oh, that's not the next program. And right. it was very interesting what Charles M. Blow had to say, who is quite a renowned um, op-ed columnist for the New York Times, and I've read him for many years. And uh, what his point was, is it, it was right on. I mean, this isn't going to be fixed with Band-Aid approach, such as a body cam, because, you know, you can turn a body cam on and off, right? Yeah. So, you know, you have to sort of dig down into the system. And I saw an illustration a few days ago, and it was of an iceberg. And as you know, when you see an iceberg, you only see the tip peeking out of the water. So you've seen these protests and you've seen some change, but really the iceberg is gargantuan underneath the water. And that's what needs to be changed. So there is so much work. And when we talk about momentum, you know, sometimes momentum lasts a news cycle. And you and I both know how short a news cycle can be these days. It could be hours, it could be a day, two days, three days. And so now um, black thought leaders are saying we need to go beyond the news cycle. Just don't make this the flavor of the day or the flavor of your feed because everybody else is talking about it. And which is why going back to hashtag share the mic is so important that people Mm -hmm. are wondering who can I follow? Who will interest me? Who will continue to educate me? And that's why when people like Elizabeth Warren and Julia Roberts and other very just high, uh, highly influential influencers that I follow are unilaterally reaching out and handing over their platforms because I want to know who to follow. I want to know a good source. I want to know who to trust to give me continuous information. So, well, we got to, and I I unfortunately have to leave it at that. I can talk to you forever. I honestly, (laughs) it could be nonstop, but we got to get to a news update. So, Alyssa, I want to thank you for your time. It's been a pleasure. Okay. Thanks, Kelly. Cheers. Jamie Tweel's up next with a news update. It's Global News Radio 640 Toronto.